Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It's that time of year again. The cool, crisp air nips at your neck as the leaves begin to change all around you. Fall is finally upon us, and now the glorious month of October has befallen us. We have 31 days to watch all of the terrifying, blood-curdling films before we finally reach All Hallows' Eve. But which films to watch? Where do I begin? This is the latest podcast episode of It Records and the return of the annual recommendation show, Halloween Horror. Hello. Welcome to Fright Night. I ate his liver with some fava beans. Good evening, all you creatures of the night, and welcome back to the It Records podcast. Uh, it is I, Matt Johnson, coming to you live again for another rendition of Halloween Horror. Thank you for joining me. Now, if you don't know what Halloween Horror is, that's fine. If you haven't listened to any of the earlier episodes or previous years, I'll give you a rundown of what it is. Halloween Horror is just a side mini show we do on the It Records podcast every year in the month of October. And all it is is me going solo, and I give you a recommendation for a horror movie to watch every day in October. So essentially, Halloween Horror is always 31 episodes. You get a podcast episode every day, about 10 minutes in length, to give you a movie suggestion for you to watch. Because we know you don't watch as many horror movies as us. You might not know the genre as well as us. So when we get here, we, uh, we have all of our movies set to watch in October, but you might not. You know, but as it gets closer to Halloween, there are movies, these are the type of movies that you're ready to watch. You want to watch them. So where do I look? And hopefully it's at Halloween Horror. It's here where that's what you want to do. We want to come up with gems you've never heard of, movies you've forgotten about, movies you loved but haven't seen in a long time. And just come here every day, pick and choose and figure out maybe that's a movie I want to watch. I never heard of that. That sounds interesting. I'll check it out. And that's all we're doing here. With two layers, two caveats. One, the movie I'm suggesting we have never suggested before, meaning I've never done it in a previous Halloween horror. Or two, we've never done a full-length episode. These are fresh new takes, fresh new suggestions that you can pick up on. If there's, You can look back at previous year's Halloween horrors if you want, or the year before. If there's other suggestions, we've done this for about three years now. So there's plenty of horror movies on this podcast for you to uh, check out. The second thing is I've been doing... Uh, a new theme this year where all my suggestions will have come out between 1990 and 2020. So 31 suggestions in the past 30 years of horror film. So I thought that'd be fun and I would recommend a movie chronologically. 
So if you've been following, on October 1st, I did a movie from 1990. October 2nd, I did a movie in 1991. And when we reach Halloween, uh, on October 31st, I'm going to give you a movie from this year, 2020. So that's the caveat. It'll be a fresh new movie, and you're going to get a movie in the past 30 years. And you'll get to understand, you know, what was going on in the genre, potentially. How, how is it evolving? How is it changing to better grab audiences and really reflect what's going on in the times? Uh, because that's what horror does. It tries to reflect some of the societal fears, what's going on in pop culture, what's grabbing people, and how can we kind of, you know, elevate that in, in this genre. And that's always what the horror genre's done. So where does that leave us today? That's a great question. Yesterday we left you with 2003, and that was the movie Darkness Falls. And the past several, starting in the 2000s, even 1999, all of my suggestions were films that either regarded like a haunted house, they were supernatural, they were a ghost, an entity of some sort that was preying on its victims. That was pretty big in the early 2000s. It, it will continue into the 2000s as well, but that kind of dominated the early 2000s, at least in the suggestions that I picked, compared to the early slashers, sorry, the late 90s slashers and, and teen screams that were very relevant with the Scream movies, and I know you did last summer's Urban Legends, etc. Moved into some Supernatural, and now we're into 2004. And the movie I'm going to recommend is Saw. The 2004, the beginning of the franchise. We all know Saw at this point. Whether you love horror or you don't, you know the genre. And Saw became a huge film series that has several iterations. It had a remake, not a remake, sorry, but a Several in a row, I believe it was eight in a row, and they had Jigsaw come out in around 2007. And Spiral, which will be another installment, will come out next year starring Chris Rock, which is from the Book of Saw. So it's a huge franchise, and I want to get into it very briefly. But this is what I would term as kind of the rise or the beginning of torture porn which was deemed in a 2006 New Yorker article. Torture porn is this style of horror that really took off in the mid-2000s, Saw being right there in the middle of it, um, such as the Hostel series, you know, Wolf Creek. These were movies that really relied heavily on, you know, gore and guts and torture as prime elements and drivers in their films. And it's... It is similar to what you saw in the 80s with splatter movies, which were very gory, very graphic as well. But they were able to distance themselves slightly because what you saw in those films, at least, where they, they, were, they were so gory and had high, uh, I don't know, they were highly visual and they used a lot of comedy elements around them, like Brain Dead that we did. It's almost like slapsticky that it allowed the audience to distance itself from the film uh, in some degree. But what you got here uh, in the mid-2000s was something a little more visceral, where uh, the torture was really viewing as an attempt to be as real as possible, uh, where you were transported into the blood-splattered cellar, um, and nothing was left to the imagination where that might have been more prevalent in the 90s 
where that you had all those serial killers and slashers and there were some deaths, but a lot was left to imagination still. Here, you were seeing sequences of images that were all about the details from the cracking of spines to power saws that it was kind of the mainstream of horror. Uh, and Saw might be the start of it, but there were a lot of them. Uh, Eden Lake comes to mind as well, which is our an episode we did on this podcast. It's the second one we ever did. There are some very intense scenes in there um, that are they're unsettling. I mean, they're very they're very dark, and it's a lot of the scenes that are scary are bent on scenes of torture. And now I'll bring it back to Saw. I mean, the first one is very uh, watered down compared to the rest of the series. But that's the setup, is there's a serial killer named Jigsaw who sets up all these devices for people he believes don't really appreciate their life and everything that's in front of them and might and might be leading semi-devious lifestyles. He sets them up in these traps, these contraptions that will ultimately kill them in very elaborate ways that are torturing some people and others are, are quicker deaths, but a lot of it's torture. Um, but they, there's always a way out. Um, you know, live or die, it's your choice. That's Jigsaw's, uh, one of his sayings that's pretty popular from this series. But this one's much more toned down, but it got worse as the series uh, went on. It came much more about the, the deaths and the tortures that, that occurred at the time. Um, but this is kind of the beginning of torture porn, I would say. Um, as well, before I kind of get into the box office and other films that came out during this time, uh, I did a, a blog series probably about a, two years ago at this point where I think I did a, a blog post for the whole series or I at least did one for per movie because I watched the whole series before Jigsaw came out, which was the, the, the next film in the franchise. And you can go check that out as well if you'd like to uh, learn more about this series. But Saw also you know brought back kind of the mass killer that you might have been familiar with with michael or freddy jigsaw became that character again and kind of launched um another franchise which was missing throughout this time another franchise that could have been like scream that had an extenuation saw had eight i believe nine now potentially going on ten quite a bit um, saw was a huge success when it came out it was super low budget it was directed by james wan i have not mentioned it will become a mainstay in the horror genre uh, even to this day, in the 2000s, he'll do uh, the Conjuring series. I think he does Dead Silence, the Annabelles. Um, he did a lot of those, um, including the Saws. So he becomes a mainstay in this this genre into the 2000s, starting with uh, Saw. This was released, uh, I believe, this was released in January. Uh, interesting. No, January at Sundance, but October 29th in the United States. And it really, the Saw series really became a staple for Halloween releases for the next several years. I always remember saying, well, next Halloween, there'll be another one and I'll go see it. And I did. I saw all of these opening weekend on Halloween. I was one of those people that was at the theaters and I, I had to go see it. The budget for this one was 1.2 million. It grows to 103. Crushed it at the box office. And that's why we have the series that we still have to this day. Other films that came out uh, in 2004, that's where we're at now, right? Uh, Dawn of the Dead, Cursed, Secret Window, which is a Stephen King novel starring Johnny Depp, the American version of The Grudge, Anacondas, 
which was a sequel to the Anaconda film that Jennifer Lopez was in. I did Anaconda last year during Halloween Horror. If you're looking to watch, um, um, so I believe it's on Shutter. Um, it should be on Shutter, I believe. Um, this is available on Amazon Prime. It's not on Netflix that I'm aware of. Google, uh, iTunes, Vudu. You can rent it from there. I'm sure you can find it on the internet somewhere, and you can stream these. I, I actually own the first eight. Actually, I actually own all of them. I had the box set of all the Saw movies and Jigsaw as well. I forgot about that. So that's where I'll be watching them. Uh, I own every single one of these. But to give you an idea of what was going on in the world in 2004, other than war movies, I mentioned earlier uh, in this podcast, civil unions in Vermont happened earlier in the 2000s. But in 2004, the first same-sex marriage was performed in Massachusetts. That occurred. This was the year Martha Stewart was convicted of a felony and sentenced to five months in prison. So that occurred in 2004, as well as the Scott Peterson um, is found guilty for the murder of his wife. That was a, a high-profile murder trial that, that occurred in 2004. And finally, Facebook is launched as a social networking site, only open to students from Harvard in February by Mark Zuckerberg. And it is what it is today. But 2004 was the first launching of Facebook. And it was only available to Harvard students at that time. But I'll cut it off there. I will see you tomorrow. I'll be doing a film from 2005. Thank you for tuning in. I am Matt Johnson. And I will remain in the shadows. 